This is the Bible Quizzer Podcast. Thank you so kindly for joining us. My name is Cullen Baggett. Today we're going to talk briefly about the Green Valeria Summer Spectacular, which just happened, also known as GAS. This is a spectacular tournament where you have two people on each team. There is no age limit. You quiz out in four total answered questions, not necessarily correct or incorrect, but a total of four answered. Each team starts with 40 points or 20 points for each quizzer. Every quiz only has 15 questions. There are no toss-ups or rebounds, so the max that one team can get in one quiz is 200 points. And they hypothetically can come out with a negative score, but that's very unlikely. So, without further ado, I will jump right into the list of 45 teams, read through those, and then we'll talk about the events of the day. I'll go ahead and get through these teams here starting with the blue group i have babes in christ that's lydia pipkin and destiny wells the geeks seek after wisdom caleb and silas davis mac attack christine mac and kaylin mac the spectacles jonathan rose and micah floyd abc squared that is abigail crosby and bridget cutler then i have return of the mini fireballs abby and sam unger Go Up, Thou Bald Head, Eric Carnell, and Jonathan Carnell. Then I have The Wise and Just, Justice Wells and Abby Green, Eleven Tenths, John Hall and Lily Crane. Then I have The Hoppin' Heifers, Christina Heffernan and Joel Heffernan, Chocolate Gummy Bears, Emily Williams and Jennifer Garner, Dumb Blondes, Molly Cruley and Olivia Garner, Ancient Greece and Australia, Larissa and Sydney Downs, Precious Stones, Mariah Pipkin and Leah Marunich, where is the Wise, Logan Runich and Miriam Carnell, two sharp Fs, that's Andrea Fonte and Faith Fonte, and they're the, actually the first in the green group. And then I have, continuing with the green group, Sons of Thunder, that's Jonathan Paul Crosby, Hopping Bunnies, Ruthie Davis and Tirza Davis, Wise Master Jumpers, Joshua and Naomi Floyd. Corinth Crusaders, Philip and Zach Crosby, Catechize for Elucidations, Gabriel Unger and Megan Carnell, Spears, Berean Cutler and Gabriel Bollinger, Soldiers of Christ, Michael Jones and Bregan Cutler, Victory Violets, Abby Litke and Katie Litke, The Doers, Amarissa Page and Joy Carnell, One Plus One, Emma Carnell and Noah Crosby, The Halsters, Trisha Hall and Hannah Hester, and then Quarter Tank of Gas, Dalton Croy and Calvin Pettyjohn. The Townsend 2, Silas and Seth Townsend. And then we have Breakfast, the team that makes me hungry and wish I had some bacon and eggs. Josh and Elijah Williams. And that's the last team of the green group. Let's get into the red group here. We've got Chloe and Sosthenes. That's Carrie and Isaac Whitehead. The Bereans and a Baby, Debbie and Abigail Davis. Eight Eyes 2.0, Timothy Rose and Nathaniel Floyd. The Antonyms, Jesse Floyd and Karen Wiley. Husbandry and Wife, Jonah and Charity Unger. Us, Nathan Crosby, Lydia Crosby. Radically Empathetic, David and Elijah Crosby. Two Kings, David Jones and James Crosby. Return of the Survivors, Gloria Carnell and Belle Hannah Cutler. Yellow Jackets, Josiah Wells and Roger Green. E.T., that is Timothy Villiette and Elizabeth Villiette. Then we have the Heffernans, John H. and John T. Heffernan. B.B. Squared, Benjamin and Blake Brewster. Just a Pair and a Full House, Joella Downs and Nathaniel Downs. And then last team, Fist Bumps and High Fives. That's Landon Marunich 
and Grace Carnell, and that is your list of 45 teams in attendance at the tournament. All right, so before I dive really deep into the analysis of the tournament, I just want to point out that I quiz mastered in the morning for the blue group, so I didn't really get to see a lot of the red and green group, unfortunately. I will also not be commenting on the results of Consolation 1 and Consolation 2, as I did not quiz master those rounds, I'm not going to really give an opinion or comment on things that I wasn't able to observe. So here we go. I will go ahead and get this started for what it's worth. Essentially, the 45 teams had 14 quizzes in the morning, all within their own color group. The top five from each color group advanced to a pool of the top 15 overall teams in the tournament. The next five in each group advanced to Constellation 1, and the bottom five of each color group went into Constellation 2. So I think it's not really wise of me to comment on Constellation 1 or 2 because I didn't really see them, and that's, yeah, that's all I'll say on it. So I'll jump right in. I went through the list of teams earlier. Here are the 15 teams that advanced to the top 15 flight. I'll go ahead and read them um, in the order that they were seated after that. That is BB Squared, Quarter Tank of Gas, Ancient Greece and Australia, Return of the Mini Fireballs, Wise Master Jumpers, Us, Just a Pair in a Full House, Go Up Thou Bald Head, Breakfast, Sons of Thunder, Chocolate Gummy Bears, Victory Violets, Husbandry and Wife, the Spectacles, and Two Kings. So I'll go ahead and um, just go through these teams, the ones that I uh, took note of, and then we'll go right into uh, the round with the top six teams. And there's a little bit of a difference in that style once you get to that round. I'll explain that here in a second. So going through the top 15 here, usually once you get to this round, a lot of the points are lower because you have uglier quizzes where they're lower scoring. That's because of a higher level of competition. A lot of times if you're against two other teams that are really good, they're going to play defense in a way and you're not going to be able to just walk all over them and get points. That is statistically what happens in this round. That's history. Matt West would tell you that the teams that prevail and do really well in the top 15 that's usually representative of the best teams of the day. And then once you get to the top six, things get kind of random. I feel like that was a pretty accurate hypothesis for this year as well. Looking at it, the top of the top 15, there was a decent little bit between the sixth place team that wound up advancing to the next round and the seventh place team that was eliminated. But I think overall, the better teams did advance in this, although it did get a little more random in the top six. like the previous hypothesis mentioned. So here we go. Um, looking at this list of the ones that made it, I felt like a lot of these were going to be good that I saw in the morning, at least from the blue group. I'm starting from the bottom or the 15th place team. I don't really have a lot to say about Two Kings. Didn't see them a lot. And then I have the Spectacles, Micah Floyd and Jonathan Rose. I didn't see a lot of them again. 14th place team, and then we have Husbandry and Wife, that would be the Ungers. Victory Violets, they finished in 12th, and then we've got Chocolate Gummy Bears, that's Emily Williams and Olivia Garner. Emily was one of the top females there. I saw them because they were in the blue group in the morning. I 
didn't quite think they would make the top six. I thought they would do a little bit better in the round of 15. I knew they were a top 15 team. They were really good. Unfortunately, they topped out in 11th place. So moving on. Then we have Sons of Thunder. I knew they were going to be a top 15, 15 team in the morning. Although I didn't get to see them, that was going off history of previous years. Thought they might place a little higher, but I'm not surprised at all that they were in the top 15. They're always really good. And then Breakfast, I did see them. I thought they were a pretty solid team. I felt like they'd be top 15 just in one quiz that I get, did get to see a portion of. I thought they'd be good. That's Experience Quizzers from Ridgeview. They finished ninth overall. And then 8th place, Go Up Thou Bald Head. This was the team that I thought was shoo-in to the top 6. And they missed out on it. And that one, I was truly shocked by because I got to see them multiple times in the morning. Eric and Jonathan were both really solid, especially Eric. They quizzed very conservatively. It was very clear they knew their material. They did not make a lot of mistakes. Because of that, I thought they were going to be a top 6 team maybe they were better than a couple teams that placed ahead of them. At least it doesn't say so in this round, but I felt like they were a top five, top six team that finished eighth and should have performed a little bit better in this round. They had a couple that were low scoring. It just goes to show you the level of competition and not everything pans out the way we think it does. So moving on, the last team to just miss out on the cut would have been just a pair in a full house. And I'll talk about this team in a second. Unfortunately, they were in the red group, so I didn't get to see them the morning of the tournament to give more thoughts on this one, but I did see them in this round of 15. The quiz that I had them in, I think one or two times, they were pretty solid. But earlier in the day, they had performed really, really well in their red group. I heard, I don't know if this is true, I haven't seen the score sheet on it, they put up multiple 200-point quizzes, which is the highest score you can get. It's a perfect quiz. But they did it 8-0 and in the first eight questions. If you're listening and you can confirm that one way or the other, you were there, uh, let me know. I heard that. I think that's extremely impressive. It honestly cannot get better than that for this type of tournament. Those are the teams I just went through. They made it to the top 15, didn't quite make it to the top 6, but overall really solid teams throughout the day just weren't able to advance to that top 6. All right, so let's pivot here and talk about the top 6 teams. These teams go into a round where they have a total of five quizzes, so they quiz each other team one time. And no longer is points the factor in advancing. It's all about highs and lows. So this, a couple rule changes. There is a little difference in the air zone. I'm not going to go into the technicalities of that. But basically, each individual gets to answer six questions instead of four, and it remains 15 questions past that. At a very high level, it, there's honestly not that much of a difference. Two teams. I think if you were there, you got the gist. If you have questions on that, please reach out. Colin at BibleQuizzer.net. I'm happy to explain that to you. Okay, so the six teams that advanced, I'll read them in the seed that they went into that round. So the first seed was BB Squared. That's Ben and Blake Brewster. They're both from Ridgeview. They both are experienced quizzers, both in high school, I believe. They would have been considered the best team by Matt based on how they performed in this round. They had a factored total of 1,071 points. 
that factored total, we arrived at that by taking their average points from the morning and adding that to their total points in the afternoon or their top 15 pool round. They had 1,071 points. The second seed going in would have been a quarter tank of gas. That's Dalton Croy and Calvin Pettyjohn. They know what they're doing. They quiz for a long time. They're both graduates. I'll talk about them later. Uh, spoiler alert, if you didn't know, they did go on to win the tournament. They were just 10 points below in the factored total than BB squared with 1,061 points. Third place seed going in is Ancient Greece and Australia. That would be Larissa and Sydney Downs. Again, both graduates, very experienced quizzers. They had a factored total of 1,020 points. Then we have Return of the Mini Fireballs. That's Sam and Abby Younger, very young team. I didn't think this would be a top six team. I saw them in the morning. I thought they were very strong. Didn't think they were this strong, but they surprised me, surprised a lot of people, I think. I'll talk about them a little later and how they performed in this round of six. And then the fifth seed going in was Wise Master Jumpers, Josh and Naomi Floyd. I think uh, Naomi is still in high school, could be graduated. I know Josh is. They're from Community and Greer, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I didn't get to see them in the morning. They were a different color group, so I didn't have much on them. And then the last team to advance into the top six would have been us, Nathan Crosby and Lydia Crosby. They had a factored total of 824 points. So. Best team from this round had 1,071 points factored total. The lowest team advancing to the top six had 824. So a little bit of variation in those. I think based on these points, there was a decent little step between third and fourth place. After this round, one would have assumed or predicted that BB squared, quarter tank of gas, and ancient Greece and Australia were the better of the three teams. I think that's somewhat of an accurate statement. However, let me talk about what happened once we got to those six teams. I'll start from the top, which actually turns out to be the bottom. So BB squared, who is the best team in the round of 15, highest point total, goes into the top six round and they lose all five of their matches. So they go 0-5. I think that surprised a lot of people. It surprised me. I thought they would perform a little bit better, but I don't know if they just couldn't adjust to the two-team quizzes. I know based on the score sheets that I did see outside of the ones that I quizmastered, it looks like they had one particularly bad quiz. The rest of them were pretty close, and I'm not sure if they just couldn't pull those out but nevertheless the first seed wound up finishing sixth overall bb squared that's ben and blake brewster uh they've been in this position before i think they're going to be solid anytime they quiz together they're going to go far in a tournament i hope you know next year or whenever that they can come back and eventually win gas one year i think they are really solid quizzers just got to get over that hump in the two-team quizzing, again, it makes me think, Matt would have said, well, it gets more random. Were they better than sixth place? Yeah, I think they were. Were they the best team there? No, I don't think so. I think they were the second or the third best team there. Moving on up the chain, so that was sixth place. Getting into fifth place, they came into this round as the sixth seed, finished fifth. That is us, Lydia Crosby and Nathan Crosby. I'll park here a second. 
Lydia was the top quizzer overall of the entire tournament. I'll touch base on individual stats a little bit later, but Lydia was absolutely phenomenal. Every quiz that I got to see of theirs or that I heard about, it was Lydia did this, Lydia did this, Lydia did this. I think she's probably a top three quizzer in the country, and for a Church of Greenville quizzer, I think she has a lot more of a tournament-style mentality than typically um, Church of Greenville, which is historically, and I've usually known them through the PQA, I think Lydia is more aggressive and just really solid. I, I expect big things this year out of Lydia. Um, she definitely carried this team. <laughs> uh, love Nathan. He he was uh, the top. At, let's see. That would be the top parent-child team. Uh, Nathan, I think, was kind of along for the ride. I'm thinking he averaged. See here, he averaged something like one to two correct answers a quiz. So basically, this team got into the top six because of Lydia. After that, might have run out of gas. I think you hit a ceiling when. Uh, you you have one quizzer who's kind of carrying it historically in this tournament. Really, really good job out of us. Finished in fifth place. They went one and four, so one high, four lows in this round. Moving on to fourth place. This is Return of the Mini Fireballs. They're also from Church of Greenville, historically a PQA ministry. This is Abby and Sam Unger. This is the team I said earlier. I thought they were going to be good. I didn't think they were going to be this good. But Abby and Sam are actually the only team to beat the champions of this tournament head-to-head, -head, and I think that goes to say how good they were. Touching base lightly on individual stats before I delve in. This team was the second-best team as far as being equally pulled at high point totals by both of their quizzers. Sam and Abby from the morning rounds were almost equal in stats, according to what I have. I don't have afternoon stats. We just calculated off the morning. Abby and Sam were great. Very aggressive. I think we're looking at, I'm not sure if they're in high school or late middle school would be my guess. I'll stop here a second and kind of give a prediction slash what I think about Church of Greenville here as do with this kind of core of quizzers. Okay, so of the six teams, two of the six are represented by Church of Greenville. Now, we're going to disqualify Nathan here. He's Lydia's dad. He's out of the picture. He's not quizzing in regular traditional style tournaments. Abby and Sam and Lydia, I think, would be a fantastic tournament team. If they were to put a team together with Lydia leading it and had a core support group of Abby and Sam Unger, I'm not going to say that team wins every tournament they go to, but they're going to be a top three potential team for any tournament they go to. I don't think they're at all at the level of falls yet. They've got a lot to lot of room to grow and experience there, but I would not be surprised at all if this team were to kind of be a dark horse all year, maybe walk away with a major. I'd love to see him attend everything they have the ability to go to. I just want to throw that out there because I think Lydia is an amazing quizzer. Abby and Sam are very solid. If they cover the material multiple times over with 1st and 2nd Corinthians, I think they can do a lot of damage to some of these uh, top teams that you would think of for tournament season. So that's uh, Return of the Mini Fireballs. Uh, moving on to third place. Third place was Wise Master Jumpers. They had the same record as far as highs and lows go with as Return of the Mini Fireballs. That's three highs, two losses. Wise Master Jumpers, they did well in this round. I think better than others were expecting. I think they get the tiebreaker because of points between the two. I'm honestly not 100% on that, but they are showing third place. So 
Good job, Josh and Naomi. They won a couple close quizzes and gave a lot of teams a run for their money. So they overperformed what I and I think others were expecting them to. Josh and Naomi both were really solid. They were very balanced on that team as well. Here we go, getting into the top two. So the top two teams had the same record after the five quizzes were over with four highs and one loss. That would be Quarter Tank of Gas and Ancient Greece and Australia. All right. Because they had tied records and because in the rules two teams advanced to quiz each other, in this case they only had to quiz once because they had the same records. So in a championship quiz, whoever wins in this case wins the whole tournament. Whoever loses takes second place. So those two teams quizzed each other in the championship. It was a close quiz early on, but I believe the quiz was oversettled mathematically by question 8, 9, 10, somewhere in there. Calvin and Dalton, I think, were definitely the stronger team. I was not at all surprised that these were the top two teams. And without naming names, at the beginning of the day, I talked to several people who said, if I'm picking two teams to go to the finals, it's going to be Larissa and Sydney versus Calvin and Dalton. I think that's the matchup that several people wanted. That's what we got. I was not at all surprised, like I said, over the other four in the top six or many of the other teams that participated in the tournament. Calvin and Dalton were part of Athens 2016, which I consider to be the best team that I've ever quizzed against. Larissa and Sydney, I believe, won Squana and AACS in 2018. So all that to say this, these are four quizzers who have a lot more experience, a lot more skill at a high level of competition in national tournaments. That can't be said of any other quizzer in the top six. I know Ben and Blake are part of Ridgeview, and they compete for a, a few major tournaments at a very high level. They haven't won one yet, though. Uh, that's a hump I kind of think they'll get over this year. If I'm making little predictions, I do think Ridgeview will win a major this year. But there's just there's no comparison as far as experience level of all the quizzers participating that were on a top six team outside of the four on the top two teams. So nobody's surprised by that. Congratulations to Calvin and Dalton. I do want to point out Dalton, bless his heart, he's been to the finals at this tournament, I think we said four or five times. And this is the first one he actually won. He had a, he even had a team name one year, second place curse, because he managed to get second with a lot of people. And now he's he's quizzing with Calvin and manages to win the tournament. So And I think Calvin's won a few times with Mr. Bamford and now with Dalton. So overall, great job. I think throughout the day, Calvin and Dalton were the best team overall, even though they weren't the top seed in the round of 15. Clearly, they prevailed at the end of the day. So, uh, good job to them. Also, good job to Larissa and Sydney. They fought hard. They were really solid. They were both, of course, really, really good individually speaking. So, they were balanced. It's not like one carried the other. That's just a real brief overview. Let's briefly touch base on individual stats. I'm just going to kind of focus on 11th place and up because these quizzers scored 1,000 points or more in the morning rounds. So in the morning, they had 14 quizzes, which means that all of these quizzers, whenever we divide that, scored 71 points. This is average or more. So that means that these quizzers typically answered three questions correctly, a quiz or more. So 11th place, Calvin Pettyjohn with 1,000 points. Blake Brewster, 10th place with 1,010. Jonah Unger, 9th with 1,020. Sam Unger, 8th with 1,040. Abby Unger, his teammate, right above him with 1,070. 
sixth place, Nathaniel Downs, 1,080. That's that just a pair in a full house. They were really, really good in the morning. Close to making the top six. They finished uh, seventh overall, I believe. And then fifth place, so we're into the top five quizzers, technically six because we had a tie for second. Um, fifth place, Eric Carnell, go up thou bald head. He scored 1,110 points in the morning. They were really good. I, again, will reiterate, I think Go Up Thou Bald Head was the best team that was not in the top six. Fourth place, Dalton Croy, quarter tank of gas. He averaged 80 points in the quiz. Um, very solid day for Dalton. So then we had a two-way tie for second place, Sidney Downs and David Jones. That would be 1,130 points. Then our top quizzer was Lydia Crosby, with an impressive 1,270 points scored in the morning. She did very, very well. Again, um, predicting big things for Lydia this year over Corinthians. That was a quick recap of GAS 2022. I am so glad that I was able to attend the tournament and privileged to be able to Quizmaster. I do want to give a quick shout-out to everyone that helped out with the tournament, Faith Baptist and Taylor, South Carolina, for providing the facilities as well as um, other quiz masters and scorekeepers and everyone that attended and worked on 1 Corinthians 1-4 through 4 and brought a team. Um, if you coached a quizzer, helped a quizzer practice, say the verse to you, thank you for that. Especially want to give a big shout out here to Mr. George Wood and David Douglas, who did a phenomenal job running the tournament. It was very smooth as far as stats and everything goes with that. Question writing, structuring the tournament and the schedule. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that a lot of people don't realize. And just want to make sure that they all know that we're very grateful for what they do. It's a lot of hard work. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, thoughts, comments, feedback, or you want to maybe talk about a different subject of Bible quizzing, maybe another tournament, maybe you have just stumbled upon this podcast and you want to know more, please reach out to me. That's Cullen, C-U-L-L-E-N, at BibleQuizzer.net. Shoot me an email and I will respond to you. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so kindly for joining us. See you.